Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbard. And I'm Courtney Bronze. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Endless Mountains. This week we're talking about hellbenders. Don't let that word scare you. It's actually a amphibian. So I guess we'll jump right into the episode and start talking about exactly what it is, where it lives, and the special things about it. You forgot. It's actually Pennsylvania's new state amphibian. Oh, I didn't forget. I was getting to it. (laughs) But thanks. So tell us a little bit about what you found, Courtney. The hellbender salamander is the largest salamander in the United States. They're a blotchy brown to red-brown color with a peller underbelly. They've been known to grow up to 29 inches long and can sometimes get up to 4 pounds in weight, although most will average about 12 to 15 inches. They have flat bodies with flat heads, small dorsal eyes, and a folded slimy skin. Kind of a fun fact, they have 4 toes on their front limbs and 5 on their back. Yeah, going back to how much they weigh, you know, I found um, even one source mentioning that they weigh up to 5.5 pounds, so... Way a little bit more than the others. It's and, a big uh, salamander. Yeah. So found that as far as maturity is concerned, hellbenders reach maturity at about five years of age, and they can live up to 30 years in captivity, uh, and almost as long in the wild, uh, they say 25 to 30 years in the wild. Pretty crazy stuff. I don't know if you mentioned this before, but also... The one source mentions that it's the third heaviest living amphibian in the world after the Chinese and Japanese cousins. So, it's kind of crazy. It lives right here in Pennsylvania. So, before we go any further, uh, let's talk about common names. So, besides being known as the Hellbender, um, the Latin name is Cryptobranchus alleghaniensis. Uh, the common names, however, if you go up and down the Alleghenies, the Appalachian Mountains, they might be referred to as the Spotted Water Gecko, the Snot Otter, the Lasagna Lizard, the Devil Dog, Mud Devil, Grampus, Allegheny Alligator, Mud Dog, Water Dog, and Lavarian Water Newt. I only ever heard the Hellbender, though. I, I don't know. Maybe you go in the mountains of... West Virginia or something, you might hear one of those. I don't know. But no matter what you call it, I guess um, it does have an interesting way in which it breathes. Hellbenders can actually live without their lungs. The stream dwellers primarily breathe through their skin, and they extract oxygen from the water. And this process is made easier thanks to folds of skin running along their sides, which increase the surface area. They do have lungs, but they definitely aren't vital organs for them. Actually, as part of an experiment that was done in 1967, both lungs were surgically removed from a hellbender, and the animal survived, and its ability to process oxygen was unaffected, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I think so. What a crazy experiment. But it doesn't mean that their lungs are completely useless either. They may not be used for respiration, but the organs help to regulate buoyancy for the hellbenders while they're underwater. Did you say that the hellbender was threatened? They are. They're actually a federal species of concern. They typically like clean, fast-moving water. And as far back as 1957, researchers began to note that the hellbender's range was 
shrinking as a result of modification to stream habitats. So this is from accumulation of silt, ag and industrial pollution, um, warming water, and channelization and impoundment of streams and rivers. Yeah, I guess that's where we come in, right? I mean, part of the conservation district's job is to assist landowners in our county with uh, helping keep the water clean. Um, so, you know, part of, I guess, the the PSA, if you will, um, would be, you know, when you cut down trees, uh, you deforest areas, clear sites, uh, remove vegetation, you're exposing the soil and introducing it to the waterways. Uh, you don't think of those impacts like, um, you know, dwindling populations of, of uh, creatures, organisms living in that water. And that's kind of what's happening here. Um, this creature, this organism struggling because of those situations. And also when you cut down trees in those riparian areas, it takes the shade away from the stream and warms the water which results in lower oxygen levels. Mm -hmm. I actually found only one recorded hellbender on record in Susquehanna County. That was back in 1958 as part of the uh, Pennsylvania Amphibian Reptile Survey, which is a pretty cool website. If you want to go on there, you just type PARS into Google, you know, come up with this site, uh, which keeps tracks uh, of amphibians and reptiles. And you can actually submit your own findings as well uh, to help them. So if you know of a hellbender in the county, you can submit it. It has a chance to submit both a picture and all the information that you want to give to them. Yeah, so Wyoming County is the same in 1958. I think Wayne County was right around there as well. Uh, unfortunately, there hasn't been any records since. Um, that's not to say they're not living here, though. Um I would like to think that there might be a couple left, but I can't say for sure. So I know you were saying before that you found a couple other cool facts. Yeah, one that really stood out to me was hellbenders can see with their whole bodies. So they have tiny eyes located on the tops of their heads that detect light, but they're not very good at forming images. So they have these light-sensitive cells located all over their bodies, especially on their tails, and this helps them to keep their whole body hidden under rocks and logs. So when they're hunting, they use their sense of smell and their lateral line, which detects vibrations in the water. How about diet? We didn't talk about that yet. They're crayfish-eating specialists. Um, 90% of the hellbender's diet consists of crayfish, but they also eat small fish, insects, worms, and some even eat other smaller hellbenders. I found that one, too. Cannibals. Like, oh, no. Yeah, that's, that's surprising, though, uh, going back to the crayfish. You know, I didn't know that. So, yeah, pretty cool facts. Anything yeah. else? So there's a myth that goes around that fishermen have long accused them of driving away bass and other game fish by eating their eggs or even the fish themselves. However, scientists have yet to find any bass eggs or bass inside of a hellbender's stomach. So fishermen... Hellbenders are friends, not foes. Yeah, they're some pretty unique creatures. I learned a lot of stuff. I never really knew about them. Well, I guess that does it for this week's episode. If you have any questions or would like more information on today's show, please contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. That's our new phone number at the new building. 
You can also go on our website, www.suscondistrict.org, and find out our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and a contact form. You can reach out and ask questions or make comments about the show. You've been listening to Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Courtney Bronze. And I'm Don Hibbard saying, enjoy the outdoors.